0: It's time for Friday Follies, right here on the Mutual Audio Network.
1: The following audio drama is rated G for general audience.
0: This episode of Bells in the Bat Free was first released on August 18th, 2014. Are you sure this is a good idea?
1: Sure, you want to sell your toaster ovens, don't
0: you? A uh, book, it's a book. Whatever. It's just that infomercials make me kind of... Itchy.
1: Infomercials are a proven way to sell things. It's an American tradition. It's an American art.
0: I don't know if I'd go there. It
1: lets people see your coffee maker and let them know it's exactly what they want. Book, book, it's Ten a... seconds to air. Yeah, right, your diet book. No, you just uh, sit right there and I'll call you up on stage in a few minutes. Uh, I'll get them fired up. It's not a diet...
0: Welcome to another episode of Things You're Really Gonna Love to Buy... Because we told you to! And now, the man who gets ovations for innovations, that darling of deals, the Isaac Newton of new stuff, the pip of products, the man who makes you spin cash on
1: new fads and trash, Tom Glutz! Hey everybody, how you doing? Who you here to see? Tom Glutz! And what do you want to do? Say, we got a great new product for you today. It's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Is it sliced bread? No, but it's the greatest thing since. So it's not sliced bread. No, no, it's not sliced bread. Unsliced
0: sliced bread. <laughs> I love your enthusiasm,
1: sir. <laughs> Sit down. We have on our stage today a brand new vegetable slicer. No. Milk thinner. No. Yard defoliator. No. Electric toddler collar. It's a book. It's a book. Yes. This book will show you how to get great abs. No. Pick up chicks, no. get a $10 divorce, what? become a contortionist. No. Let's find out what's in this book. Let's bring up the author, John it's Bell. Hello, uh, everybody. Have a seat, Mr. Bull. Let's talk about your book and how nobody can live without it.
0: Okay. What? I, um, well, actually, you could live without it. It's just a comedy. Yes,
1: you'll live longer when you read this
0: book. I don't think I can guarantee that. And
1: that's a guarantee. How about that, ladies and gentlemen?
0: I, uh, uh, thank you. Thank you.
1: And where can you get this life-saving book, Mr. Liberty? Oh, uh, uh, Belle. Bell. At Belle.com? No. Write that down, everybody. No, Amazon. How to survive in the Amazon. It's available at Bell.com. No,
0: it's at Amazon.com. The the name of the book is The Devil's Pinata. That's
1: right. Go to Amazon.com and look for the... The the, the what? The Devil's Pinata. Yes, well, what an interesting title. You you get it for your Kindle. And it makes great Kindling. No, no, you... And isn't there an audio version?
0: Yes, yes, actually there is. Voiced by
1: a popular superstar. Uh, no. A national celebrity. No. A TV star. No. Who narrates your book, Mr. Ding? Um... I do Wow, Charlie, I do The great voice actor No, no, no,
0: no, 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 no I narrate the book myself It's my book I I narrate it You do? Uh Uh-huh
1: well, let's listen to a clip anyway. You brought some with you?
0: Yes, yes. This first clip is when my hero, Buck, shot... Who did Buck shoot? No, he didn't shoot anyone. So Buck's been
1: shot? That's his name. Binshot. shot. Buck shot. Oh, so Binshot
0: shot Buck with Buck shot. No, my hero's name is first name Buck, last name Shot with
1: two T's. Can we get two T's, please? I'll have coffee.
0: Anyway, Buckshot, the hero, is meeting the general who has called for him. So it. this is where Buck shoots the general? Yes. No, just play the clip... Inside the closed room, a voice barked,
1: Get away from the door! I'm coming out!
0: The two soldiers and Buck had barely enough time to jump away before the segment of the doors surrounding the doorknob splintered into flying shards with a roar of automatic weapons fire. The door burst open, and General Clambake leapt into the hallway, his Quigley Rochester 670 blasting away in all directions. Grey dust filled the hallway from the bullet hits, making it difficult to see anything except for the grey walls and grey dust, of which there was a lot. General Clambake then laughed heartily and
1: exclaimed, (laughs) ''Somebody get my walker! I'm in extreme
0: pain!'' "'The two soldiers retrieved the general's walker "'and helped him hobble back through the door "'that he leapt so heroically from moments ago. "'The general slowly sat in an overstuffed chair, grumbling. "'I'm getting too old for this sleeping around.' "'The two soldiers looked at each other quizzically. "'How is that possible, sir?' asked one. "'There are very few women within a hundred miles of here.' "'The general looked even more quizzically at the two soldiers.' Had there been a quizzical contest, he would have won. Who said anything about women, he asked. Uh, You did, sir. You said you were getting old for this sleeping around. You numbskulls, snapped the general.
1: I said I'm too old for all this leaping around, not for all this sleeping around. I'm never too old to be sleeping around with women, especially when all they expect is sleeping.
0: Oh, the two men said in unison.
1: Well, that sounded like you were reading a book.
0: I was reading a book, my book, the book that I wrote that is now available on Kindle uh-huh. and as an audio book.
1: okay, uh, so this book that you've written, Mr. Bong, no um, uh, is it a drama? No scientific exploration no philosophical meanderings of a disturbed mind? No maybe. It's it's comedy adventure. It's a comedy everybody! And believe you me, you've never heard a funnier comedy than the devil's potato! Pinata. And now you want people to buy this book, is that right?
0: Yes. That's the whole point of this thing we're doing here.
1: Then you need to give us a good reason. How about playing a funny clip from this comedy book?
0: We just did.
1: I'm sure we did. Let's get a clip ready. Set this up for us.
0: Okay. The plot involves... So this book has a
1: plot? Yes, it would have a... It has a plot, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Okay, there's this country called Babinstan, and there's this real bad, evil guy who's in charge of it, and he's got this evil plan.
1: (laughs) That's a riot!
0: We haven't gotten to the funny... So this
1: clip we're about to play! Uh,
0: yeah, sort of. Helps get the plot in motion, eventually. I certainly hope so! Play
1: that clip!
0: All Adobe Shack. Not the one where the Flash players are programmed, but where the reader is available. A young bearded man wrapped a bundle in brown paper. His eyes darted about furtively, then returned to their sockets. He picked up the bundle and stepped outside into the bright morning sunshine. Klachini plazumto intruski, he mumbled, which loosely translated means "Your daughter packs a wallop," although he meant to mumble, "Geez, that morning sunshine is bright," but the language in Babenstan is very complex, tricky, and ultimately klachmic. He stumbled, half-blind, to the corner of Zuchish and Brzinski. This is where he was instructed to take the bundle. From a distance, he heard a voice call. Fla plaster no plasticine For you less intelligent readers, I shall translate into English from this point forward. Fla is bundle you are carrying for myself Fla the young man with the beard and the bundle, trying not to get them confused, looked down the block and saw an older man with a beard but no bundle. He called to him. "'Excusing me, but are you agent of secret "'that I am to meet to deliver unto you "'this bundle of great secrecy that nobody is to be aware of?' "'That is I,' the other man bellowed back. "'Fla puzzled out loud. "'Were we not to meet at corner of and Brzinski? "'No,' the older man responded. "'We were to meet at the corner of Chutzik and Brzinski. "'Our language is Zuchlachmik.' "'I have made an error, for which I shall punish myself with a great deal of pain, "'like reading this book past the second chapter. "'Where shall we meet, now that our first plan has gone pachuchik? "'If you wait there, I shall come to where you are. "'Excellent plan, O older man with beard but no bundle. "'I shall wait here whereupon we shall have our secret meeting that nobody is to know about,' shouted the young man although the bundle and beard remained silent.
1: Well, 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 that was a very interesting clip, and I guess we'll get to the funny clips a little bit later. So tell me, this adventure of yours, does it have any adventure? Yes,
0: yes, it's got quite a bit of Adventure. Any of it involving your hero, what's his name? Buck.
1: Buckshot. Yes, Buck Buckshot. No. So tell me, why did you spell his name with two S's? Two T's. Well, stop teasing your listeners and give them something to chew on. All right, here's Buck
0: in an airplane and he's being attacked by the bad guys. How's that? Well, we won't know how it is until we hear it, but my hopes are not high.
1: Roll the clip.
0: ancient right shirtstrom biplane wobbled and shook as it belched big blue clouds of exhaust behind it. "'Strips of canvas were peeling off the wings and flapping in the breeze. "'With every asthmatic cough of the engine, another bolt popped out. "'Buck looked to his left and watched an old, coughing, broken-winged duck "'flap its way past the plane and disappear over the horizon ahead of them. "'Buck turned and addressed the pilot seated in the seat behind him. "'Can't this thing go any faster? Can you increase the speed?' Pops Kahanahe, the owner of the plane, answered back, "'You
1: peed in my plane?'
0: Suddenly, Buck looked up to see a sleek fighter jet bank hard, turning to fly right towards them. As it screamed in their direction, the wings started spitting bullets. Pop exclaimed, "'No spitting or screaming in my plane!' The jet made a pass and zoomed off into the distance, banking again for another attack run." "'We're under attack!' Buck shouted to Pop. "'You already had a snack! Now settle down, young man!' Buck knew that it was up to him to save them. He pulled out his Fenton Lancaster fifty eighty automatic from under his armpit. He winced as the damp gun's odor blew into his face from the wind in the open cockpit. The jet was zooming directly towards them. Buck took a bead. He rolled it between his fingers for luck. Then he took aim. He fired six slugs at the jet. They spattered on the jet's windshield, leaving blotches of slime. The pilot was momentarily blinded as he swooped around the biplane, desperately reaching for the windshield wiper switch. Buck knew that he had bought himself just a few extra seconds. He hoped he could take this purchase off his income tax as a business expense. He slid the magazine out of his gun. It was field and stream. He slept in a fresh magazine, this time not filled with slugs, but with actual bullets. He didn't have a second to lose. From directly ahead, the jet was again bearing down on them. And how that bear could fly, he took careful aim. Blam! 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 He unerringly shot off their own propeller. "'I meant to do that,' he shouted to nobody in particular. Pop tapped Buck on the shoulder. Something's wrong with the propeller, he said. The jet circled around and closed in on the biplane once again. I'm gonna hit the silk, said Pop. Wait a minute, Buck said. As Pop stood up, put on a pair of silk stockings, smoothed them, then strapped on a parachute and prepared to leap out of the descending plane. I don't have a parachute. Should have chosen first class, explained Pop. And
1: then he plummeted over the side. And you continue to contend that this is a comedy adventure? I had hoped so, but now I'm not so... Tell me. Sure. Are there any interesting characters in this book of yours?
0: Oh, I don't know. There there, there might, might be somewhere. Do you have
1: another clip for us?
0: No, no, I've, I've played all the uh, clips. We that. have
1: one more clip to play.
0: Oh, good. That'll be uh, fine. So, you
1: want to set this clip up for us?
0: No, not particularly. Ah, oh, come on! Okay, Buck has been captured by the, uh, the bad guy and thrown down into an inescapable well. Uh Mm-hmm.
1: Comedy adventure, huh?
0: Yeah, with, with characters that... Let's roll that clip. ...are interesting. Bottom of the well, Buck couldn't hear a thing. Not people talking, crickets chirping, alligators belching, Nothing. There was a light on a pole between the warehouse and the well, which gave him a good view of the top ten feet or so of the well. The walls were slick stone. Not the slick stone he knew in high school, although their complexion was similar. There was a sound from above. Buck looked up and saw a face gazing down at him. Not a human face, but the face of... of... a hideous creature of the night, bent on pulling him out of the well and devouring him. "'Come and get me if you dare!' he shouted at the apparition. "'The face at the top of the well grinned widely at Buck and exclaimed, "'Woof!' "'How's that?' said Buck. "'Woof!' repeated the creature. "'Buck rubbed his eyes. "'Then he gave them a full massage. "'Upon closer inspection, the face was not an evil creature, "'or a werewolf, or a zombie, or an annoying relative. "'It was a dog, a collie, As if to confirm Buck's observation, the dog said, Woof! Buck looked harder at the dog. There was something familiar about it. Then it hit him. The dog's collar smacked him in the forehead. He turned on his pocket flashlight, which never lit up his pocket very well, and looked at the collar. There was a round golden disc hanging from it that read, Lassiter, the world's smartest dog. If found, drop in any mailbox. Buck stood up and yelled at the dog, "'Lassiter, is that you, boy?' "'Woof! I need help, boy. I've been captured by terrorists. I'm cold and hungry and need to get out of here to stop their nefarious plan.' "'Woof!' "'Nefarious. That means evil, no good. "'Woof. Well, that's a good word, too. But I like nefarious. "'Maybe this dog wasn't so smart after all. "'Can you go get help, boy? Get someone to pull me out, or get a rope, or ladder?' Maybe a telephone? Or a Radio City rocket with a telephone and a rope? Go! Get help, boy! With a mighty woof, Lassiter ran like a cheetah down the deserted road away from the warehouse. He turned right at the main road to town and stopped at a bus stop. He caught the E-bus to the edge of town. He ran down a long, winding driveway to the Lebanon Community Airport where he chartered a small one-engine airplane. After filing a flight plan... Lassiter took off and headed south-southeast. About half an hour later, he landed in a cornfield, clipping a few stalks as he taxied up to a small house. He scampered up to the door and rang the bell with his nose. After a moment, a middle-aged man opened the aforementioned door and said, "Lassiter, what brings you out here, boy?' "'Woof. What kind of trouble?' "'Woof, woof. Cold? Hungry? Terrorists?' Well, go help yourself to whatever you need. Great gobs of Goshen, you sure know how to find trouble, don't you, boy? Lassiter ran to the back of the house and opened a door that had a sign on it reading, Lassiter's Emergency Supplies. Lassiter darted back and forth, collecting what he needed, and placed it all in a small backpack. He tightened the pack's belt around his waist and ran down the hall and out the front door with a passing, Woof! Yeah, I'll get around to restocking. Darned if you don't empty that room as fast as I can fill it. Lassiter trotted down the hill to the railroad track. The Snurgloff Express was just coming around the bend. Lassiter started running beside the track, picking up speed to match that of the train as it whizzed by. He glanced at the cars passing him until he saw the box car he was looking for. Woof! A head stuck out of the open box car door. Willie Lumphead, professional hobo, saw Lassiter running next to the train. It's Lassiter, guys," he said, and four more heads popped into the open doorway. "Get the snagger!" shouted Willie. A homemade arm made of wood and scrap metal stuck out the door. A hook was attached to the rope that dangled from the end of the arm. "Lower we," instructed Willie the arm dipped down and snagged the metal ring at the top of lassiter's backpack "got it" willie said "bring him in" the arm lifted then spun sideways flinging lassiter into the empty car all the hobos hugged lassiter and for the next hour they all sang old hobo songs together like "take a shower stinky one holy man with two holy shoes" My beard is a bird's bed and breakfast, and you can steal my stick, but don't burgle my bandana. As the train slowed for a curve, Lassiter leaped out of the car with a heartfelt woof to the hobos. He caught the e-bus back to the stop where he started and ran up to the well. Woof! he called out. Buck, shivering at the bottom of the well, had given up on ever seeing Lassiter again. Is that you, boy? What did you bring me? A paper package dropped into the well. Buck caught it and quickly unwrapped it. Is this it? A ham sandwich? Woof. Nothing else? Woof. No mustard? A yellow liquid streamed down the well and splattered into Buck's face. He licked it. Thank heavens, it was mustard.
1: Well, that was marvelous, simply marvelous, yes. Oh, look at the time! We've got to go!
0: There are a couple of things I need to mention before we go.
1: Okay, knock
0: us out. The full title of the book is The Devil's Pinata, a mercifully short... Thank you. ...Buckshot Comedy Adventure. It's rated PG-13 for uh, some innuendo. Somebody
1: threw something innuendo?!
0: Yes, yes, that's what I meant. You can get the Kindle version at Amazon.com, and, of course, you can get the audio version at Audible.com, iTunes, and all the places that Audible books are, are sold. Are you begging? No, yes. That's pathetic. And if you like the book... Yeah, okay, I thank you, yeah. I've actually started working on a second book. Yes, a second buckshot adventure called The Sassafras Assassin which I will continue to write if this book sells any.
1: There's no need to threaten people, Mr. Bull. Okay, thank you. Let's
0: wrap this up. Goodbye. All
1: right, audience, give Mr. Beal one final big hand. Oh, they've already left. Well, I guess uh, that's it. Wrap it up, guys. Shut it down. Here's my bill.
0: Thank you. I'm going to have to sell a lot of books. A 2021 postscript, if I may. As much as I would love you to actually purchase the book, you can now hear the entire audiobook, *The Devil's Pinata*, by going to Devil's Pinata, all one word. dot yolasite y o l a s i t e dot com. Let me know if you like it, and I just may get back to work on the sequel. Good luck. it's not. You just do not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official cowlet design, created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop.